Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. 11 minutes, my family, before the top of the hour. That is your time, 11 minutes after 1. Uh, I beg your pardon, before <laughs> before 12 o'clock. Uh, before 2 o'clock, uh, that is 13.49, your time here on Radio Pulpit. Uh, so good afternoon and welcome if you've just joined us. I know you're on holiday. I know you're having a wonderful time. And I hope you're spending a lot of me time and just resting Um uh, Doc, thank you so much, Your Excellency, for standing by. Uh, so what's the correlation? Is there any correlation? What's the difference between the three, uh, high blood pressure, uh, increased temperature, and heat stroke? Okay. Well, the correlation is the underlying problem. If you get a hypertension, we need we call it high blood pressure. If you've got hypertension, it has to be um, evaluated by somebody, and somebody has to, to make a definite diagnosis. And then if you're defaulting, that's what we see in people probably when they go on holiday, they might forget their, their medication mm. as well. And then with hypertension, one of the other things that you see is that you begin to sweat a lot. And then if you sweat a lot, you become also dizzy, means you are you are dehydrated as well. Mm-hmm. So the correlation comes into that the symptoms will be more or the same. Hence, when you take history, when you go to the hospital, they will ask you, are you on any chronic medication? Mm-hmm. Have you taken any stimulant? And what type of drugs or medication or herbs that you're taking, that might also contribute to you having those symptoms that are overlying between sunburn and heat stroke mm-hmm. and also hypertension. But the main thing is that when hypertension is being made, you could be on chronic medication. If it does not meant or manage chronic by, by, by medication, how you managing your 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 high blood pressure? Mm. For example, there are people who might have mild blood pressure. Say no, go on a diet, go and exercise, don't stress, don't smoke, don't abuse alcohol. Mm. Come and see me in a two weeks time. Then we take the blood pressure reading. We find that no, it was just one of those octopic things that happened impromptu, but we we're able to calm it down before we put them on chronic medication. Sure. But those that are on chronic medication and the only symptoms. Once they start defaulting, those were the signs that I've spoken about. Mild, dizziness, fatigue, pain, mm. fever, and sometimes they do faint. Wow. Those are sort of overlying signs and symptoms as well. So it's very, very key that when you go to a healthcare center mm-hmm. or to any facility that might help you as a first aid before they transfer you, those are the sort of things that they'll try and rule out. Those are the sort of things that they'll try and put them into perspective for you. And remember, in some other stages, when you got hypertension, if you don't have a bracelet that will speak volumes for you, mm. you know, then you 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 under severe trouble. You could be enjoying dinner, and all of a sudden, you know, you you're even taking your medication, mm. and it's extremely hot. We are poor. We don't have an aircon. We don't have enough ventilation in the room that we are. You know, all those things that come piling up for you, you're perspiring, you're losing water, you're losing appetite, mm. you don't want to spoil the party, you know, and all of a sudden, there you go. You faint. You see cold mm. or you're fainting. Mm. Then we forget about the food that we try and save you and the hospital might be 14 kilometers from where you are. Sure. That's a big challenge. Mm. What do you do? Mm-hmm. What do we do, Your Excellency, in that case? Yeah. As, what do you do on in Lucas? that case? Then, yeah. yeah, in that case, if you know him as well, you're taking like first aid, loosen the cloth fitting, make sure that if he's wearing anything plastic or anything, any material, I mean, you're skilled enough to see this material can retain heat. Mm. Then you try loosen that or take that off. 
if you come to a push, you no, know, sometimes at casual say nudity is not a problem. It's not an offense. <laughs> no, it's you not. just put the guy. <laughs> you just expose the guy. Health matters, you know, before aesthetics at at yeah, at, no, no, you at just emergency the guy and let the heat, the natural heat and the natural ventilation happen there. And while you're there, you put him in a recovery position. Recover position. You put him lie on the left, mm. and then the head be up a little bit so that he doesn't kink his neck mm-hmm. and if there's anything if he complains about dehydration or i'm thirsty mm. then that's when you can have an indication that you give him some drink and the drink that you drink preferably if there's a straw around mm-hmm. then he might if he can pull with a straw that means he's still got some energy mm. then he's cooperating and from that type of environment as well that's what you do in emergency medicine if you can do that then you can do other things and make sure that when he drinks he's more upright so that the water doesn't go to the wrong tube which the wrong tube could end up in the lung if it's in the lung then it's other complication it could be pneumonia mm. if he doesn't get treated in the next 24 hours he may die from pneumonia so that is why we say don't give water if you're not trained enough and you don't know why you're giving water <laughs> No, today, Doc, you are really setting us straight because this thing of Ulandi Glacia Mans. It's like. For every condition, a person could be, you know, what, what do you call Ukitlizamakuebu? Whatever. You know, Sifuna mm. Glacia Mans. That's what we want. Anyway, so Your Excellency, mm, let's. But, let, yeah, let's. let's but maybe at the light hand, maybe the water that might work might be holy water. Because, come on, come on, come on. Any other water that is not blessed, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get our voice notes and questions coming through my family on 0826572729. Let's hear what you have to say to Doc. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sister Ayanda. Good afternoon, Dada. Sister Ayanda, Tinasakula Bezintosabuma air conditioning. Besides, we to want to my fate in the Thank you, bye. Thank you, Dadam. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, Your Excellency, uh, did you get the question? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I did get the question. Mm I mean, I grew up in that environment where I was exposed to it until I went to school to go and find out the real physiology behind this act. Mm. But we have seen that people when they are saber fainted you know mm-hmm. they don't know where they are and then that water if it's really really cold it will scale up and then you'll, you'll rise from where you are and then any water that will come not necessarily hot water mm-hmm. will also help it's not we are poser it's not drinking but it's just sprinkling on the face just to shock him around and to make him come back from from where he was mm-hmm. it's like you he's been going wild you're trying to make him to refocus and also tell him that, no, you have fainted or you have passed out. Mm. And then definitely, you know, that I'm not under attack so that he doesn't get what he calls secondary trauma. Sure. <laughs> that, you know, if I'm not from fainting, but he end up dying from pneumonia <laughs> or from dying from shock or dying <laughs> from anxiety disorder. <laughs> that was not that was not diagnosed. Mm. So, you know, when you know about this thing, you will never take a chance of trying to resist anyone that you don't know. <laughs> Because you don't but know what the... <laughs> no, no, I've seen it worked. 
Okay. It's just that when you get to the hospital, we got nice fancy stuff like our drippy mm. air conditioning. Mm. You know, it's ideal world. But if you say Laleni, you are out there in the Bundes, there's no air condition. You've got mm. natural air there that, that's supposed to be ventilated. So you should be very careful. And sometimes when you carry water, we don't carry enough water. If you've got your own liter or 500 mils of water, that's enough for you. Mm. And if something happened like this, you know, you don't have enough water really to get him up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That's really helpful. That it's it's, it's so helpful. Uh, I hope Upendulegile Dadam. And thank you so much for that question. That's really helpful because I think, look, even uh, for us who have done um, level one of uh, uh, um, uh, first aid training, I think there's just certain things, Your Excellency, that uh, keep getting more complex. And I'll tell you, for example, I wanted before we come to Mamuna Lady, Mama, thank you so much for your question. We'll definitely come to it shortly. I wanted to also clarify. Um, a more social uh, issue, Your Excellency, connected with our response mechanism to people or patients that are showing up with heat stroke, uh, raised temperature, etc., etc. And that is the whole issue of consent. You know, for example, if a person is fainted, and as you're rightfully saying, it is a requirement of first aid that you look at their immediate environment. What clothes are they wearing? Can you relieve them of the pressure of whatever? But now there's the issue of consent. This person is a guest at your house. Um, maybe they're not even a guest. They're family. Nobody's signed any consent forms here. And now you're addressing this person. They regain consciousness. And then... It, at extreme cases, it could become a problem. How do we deal with that? Uh, you know, if you if you trained, you've been told that you shall not do harm at any cost. Right. So your license protects you from doing that. But if you really are untrained, it mm. could be a real, real challenge. Because remember, mm. saving life and preserving life come at all costs. Right. Hence, I was making the issue that, you know, at casualty where I work, nudity is not a problem. <laughs> if you come with your stockings and you come with your corset. You're going to tear them up. Yes. We'll apologize later. We're trying to save a limb. We're trying to save a life. Yeah. And But it's part of our job. But, sure. you know, in a gathering then what you do i want to another up and we come in the culture that nudity is taboo yeah it could be a challenge so we just make sure that when you invite your people in that invite is there someone who know that is first trained then he will try and control the situation sure. coming down and remember that while you're doing the first aid the golden rule as well you must also be safe the environment mm-hmm. must be conducive, must be allowing for you to save the next life. Right. Because when are not that and the other life, it's maybe bothering it 75% almost dead. So you're what not going to do much there. Yes. And remember, when you talk of heat stroke, Excellency, mm-hmm. we, we, we usually sort of confine ourselves to people. But we have seen a lot of cases that we have, exceed, especially me with my experience at mm-hmm. casualty. Dogs also can have the same heat stroke as well. Really? Pets, which are domestic pets, like cats, they can have those things. And many times we find that the mom, because Umtuana, you know, he's naughty, mm-hmm. you lock him in the car, open up the windows, mm-hmm. very small, when they say, I'm quickly going into this particular mark, a store, going grab and buy. Only find that when the mom comes, five minutes only that he was in the hall, in, the, in that particular shop. When he comes back, the child may have fainted. Sure. In some extreme cases, they usually die from that thing. 
so 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 heat stroke it's something that can that can affect us as well and looking at domestic cats like pets as well what you see when they're painting a lot sort of uh, becoming very restless maybe barking for no reason as well and you find that all of a sudden they're very lethargic or mm. they're drooling or they're supposed to be drooling they're not drooling then you might know that could be a sign of a heat stroke for those for that cat or for that particular dog as well and in some other extreme cases wow. that we see a lot we see that in what we call newly recruit military personnel mm-hmm. we see them in people that are newly recruited in the mining industry when they have to do what we call acclimatization mm-hmm. and we see in in athletes which are seasoned athletes when they do a conditioning for example if they're moving from new zealand coming to south africa to come mm-hmm. and compete mm-hmm. at the areas like limpopo which is extremely heat mm-hmm. when they're trying to acclimatize they may have they may be the culprits of heat stroke as well so there's a vast majority of things that we're talking about when you talk of heat stroke is not narrowly minded to a person's only mm-hmm. but to also mm-hmm. to animals and to also seasoned well-seasoned athletes as well in that particular case we say if it's hot avoid strenuous exercises right. avoid training between 11 and 3 during the day rather do it in the morning mm-hmm. or more in the afternoon when the sun is not that sharper mm-hmm. the sun is down and down as well that can also help you and when you go and train make sure that you wear proper clothing that will allow you know ventilation that will allow you to evaporate very well as well that will help you a lot as well. And also, know the area where you're going. For example, if you're in Houghton, you're going to train or work in Limpopo. Mm. The humidity there and the temperature, it's also different. When you get there, the humidity, instead of working for you, it might work against you as well. But the people that are born there, when they say humidity, they feel, ah, this is the area that you're looking for. But for you, it could be the reverse of what they're experiencing as well. Mm. Sure, Your Excellency, this is so helpful. My family, three minutes after two. I'm so glad it's holidays. We've literally, literally just skipped through the news and uh, we'll uh, we'll see if we can get the traffic on the other side of this conversation. This is really important. I want to come to Mamna Lady. Uh, Mamna Lady, Your Excellency, um, has a question around um, around uh, sleep and, 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 and I'll see, I'll, you'll, you'll hear how it connects to our conversation. Kindly ask the doctor. Um, I can fall asleep easily. However, I only get four hours of sleep every night. Once I get into deep sleep, I get an urge to go and to pass water. And uh, how, what can I do to solve this problem? Okay. Uh, the question is, uh, I would have asked and want to know, Mama Lady, how old is she? Mm. But waking it up because of the urge to go to the loo, two things does come to mind. Mm. It's either it could be diabetes if it's not diabetes, I want to know at that night, maybe before five in the evening, mm. what did you drink? Any stimulant, any caffeine, any decaffeinated mm. thing that also mm. seemed to be playing a role? Because I'm assuming if you're drinking something after five and he's going to sleep at 10, mm-hmm. and then within eight hours, whatever he must have computed, the bladder says, I need to be emptied out. And in some other extreme cases, lady also want to know you don't have a history of fibroids mm-hmm. you don't have a history of any gynecological problems that that you might. so we want you to rule it up out and over and above that mm-hmm. if you're struggling that those hours of the morning would really really like to know that in your family there's no one who might have or suffered a brain tumor and then would would also want to go into town about that to 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 to, to sure. correct that. And also we also want to know the time 
bed that you're sleeping on. It doesn't have to be, but maybe it has to be firm. Type of pillows and pillowcases that you're using to enhance your sleep. And if you have taken anything like sleep enhancers, like abomelanin, or you have taken any supplement that you don't know, mm. and obviously if you are 50 as well, it could be part of menopause or perimenopause, so you should take precautions of that. So there's a lot that makes you wake up at night to go and have an ash. Sure. Your Excellency. Okay, so uh, Manna Lady is 46. Ausna Lady. <laughs> I feel free now to call her Ausna Lady. This is the lady. And <laughs> is 46. And uh, she says she doesn't take any liquids after four. And she has fibroids. <gasps> Your Excellency, this kind of... By the way, let me quickly ask a question. Uh, generally, um, do... do, do uh, heat stroke temperature problems persist more in women or in men, uh, Your Excellency? Okay. Many of them that we have seen in the last heat waves that we have, a lot of our patients have been women and mm. their ages varies between, uh, I'll say, 28 up to 68. Mm. That's the kind of that we see. With men, we haven't seen a lot of, no lot of them. But we did see some sporadic incidences of men coming to see us. Sure. And generally, men they don't like seeing doctors. <laughs> yes, we know that. Oh, gosh, we know that. It's a, <laughs> I, I think, I think, Doc, you know what? In your profession, um, you know, in your fraternity, somebody needs to come up with a book, you know, uh, that sort of, I don't know if it scares men into going to the doctor every month. Whatever, something needs to happen there. It's, it's, you know, I don't know. I don't know how we are going to solve that problem because I feel like a lot of the issues that men go through can be sorted out if they could just do what is called routine checkups. I mean, I'm not sick. I'm not like, why? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so you know what? I'll tell you what I'm going to do, um, uh, Mana Lady. I am going to connect you uh, with uh, Your Excellency. I think, look, this conversation, I, I saw fibroids and something went wee, wee, wee in my head because so much more can be connected to that. Yes, Doc? Yes, yes, it could be connected to that. Mm. And we're also looking at the other thing that we also, in that age category of 46, I do send my patient what you call for a thyroid test so that they can know if their thyroid is overacting mm. or underacting as well. Mm. Um, and then we we'll take it from there. Now. Also in that category, I want to know that has he had any pelvic injury, maybe a motor car accident mm. or maybe while he was young, he was doing long jump, he used to bump a lot, jumping and standing on. All those history will, will make sense so that mom and lady can also be helped. You know, the history will help us to do that. Otherwise, um, generally, he needs to go to see when he go for his R uh, for her annual checkups. Mm. Maybe you could just mention that to the doctor or to to a specialist that might be seeing him at that time. Sure. And he at the golden age that this thing it can be helped, it can be seen. Mm. For example, if you want to avoid waking up night at that we I was to go and do number one as well, mm-hmm. then he may say, "No, my cutoff point of drinking is at five o'clock." If I drink, I will drink maybe a sip of water, not more than 100 ml of water, mm. so that he doesn't have to wake up in that as well. And also, if he's taking that as well, we might also put him on a course sleep enhancers, which means that he'll have to sleep more. But before he sleeps, then he needs literally in his mind, in her mind, he needs to go to the... Even he doesn't go and do number one, mm-hmm. but just to sit and see that everything is out and he goes and sleep. Then he sure. found out... He may sleep good quality of six at that category for the six years, mm. six to eight hours. That's that, 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 that's enough. Okay. 
No, that's really yeah. helpful. Your, Your Excellency, this was absolutely wonderful. Uh, absolutely wonderful. And um, thank you so much for uh, your time, Your Excellency. Uh, I think there's a final question that we, no, 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 we have dealt with it. I think we've literally emptied ourselves and gone beyond, you know, what we literally requested from you. Uh, this was really, really, really very helpful. Uh, thank you so much, Your Excellency. And uh, the next time we speak will be 2024. Believe it or not, the next time we do this on air. So in the meantime, any last words of encouragement to the family, Your Excellency, um, as we cross over into the new year, you know, health-wise, spiritually, Mm. yeah? (laughs) Well, if you say spiritual, I'll need an hour. But anyway, let me start (laughs) by saying to the family of of Radio Pulpit, let us not cross empty-handed when it comes to 2024 as well. Mm. And this is the time that spiritually we got to be very, very vigilant. We got to start praying. Mm. And the key issue here to pray for those that can't pray for themselves mm. and to think of the vulnerable ones, to think those people that, you know, they would have loved to enjoy this festive season, but they can't mm. because of reasons beyond them. And as a family, let us keep praying for each other. Let us keep watching for each other. And those that are driving, don't be foolish. Don't drink and drive. Mm. And wherever you're going, make sure that you arrive alive. And one thing that can make you enjoy this festive season is for you to be in a festive mood, to be a festival, you know, in yeah, nature. <laughs> to be very happy, to be outgoing, to be loving, and to be forgiving as well. We had a lot of grudges that we might have been carried. So let us not cross over with those particular bad, uh, grudges that we might have. And this we call it's a family time as well. There's no family that doesn't have a black sheep. There's no family that doesn't have a slow learner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no family that doesn't have one of those, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it's a point time that we should pray for them. Family is a time that you should be together and we should be very, 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 very happy as well. And for those that might have a calling to pray and intercede, sure. can they continue to stand and in the gap? Mm. They can continue to pray for those that can't pray for them because God is there 24 hours and he can hear us. And those who are suffering with any illness, let them put him to God that whenever they cross over, because mm. someone would say, no, there's no sickness that God cannot heal. And we say in the Torah, which is one of the Greek Bible, one thing that God has created, mm. God can also reverse. Come on. So when you grab cross over into 2024, mm. know that God is there. God Come is on. alive. God is the Messiah. Sure. God is lived. And he has kept his promise. It's only us that's faulting God. He said he will never leave us nor forsaking us. You know, I'm thinking of somebody who might, mm. be, di- who might be dying. Somebody who might be diagnosed recently with, with cancer. Somebody might be going through a divorce. Somebody might be going through a bereavement. Somebody might be going a real, real challenges of time as well. Or somebody who might lose somebody that he loves. Hmm. Or he might lose some handsome money that was supposed to make him fit in into Christmas mood. And that money has been lost. And without money, you can't move. You are trapped. And those that have been blessed and highly blessed, can the Lord continually bless them Hallelujah. abundantly as a promise in John 10, 10 mm. that he's there in our life to bring some life and everlasting life and life in abundance. If we embrace that excellency as a family as well and know our strengths, know our weaknesses mm. and try and complement and supplement each other. You know, uh, Philip 4 is very, very clear. That should not worry about tomorrow because he's taking care of that. Hallelujah. So me and you as believers, we don't worry about 2024. 
Hence, we say we're going to cross into 2024 because in 2024, we should see abundance of life. We should see prosperity. Mm. If we move, that we've been thrown into a pit. 2024, we're moving from the pit into a palace. Mm. Mm. That's mm. our golden mm. thing. Mm. If for some mm. reason this season we are feeding on lemons, in 2024, that lemon will be our lemonade. lemonade. Come on. So it should be, it should be going in that direction. Amen. 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 <laughs> oh, man, that is absolutely amazing, Your Excellency. Thank you so much. I'm going to ask that you please stay on the line for me. We're not going to respond to this uh, question, but I'd like you to hear it anyway, um, okay. even if we can incorporate it into our next conversation. Your Excellency, you've been such a blessing. We absolutely appreciate and love you very much. And may the Lord do the same for you that you've been doing, you know, for the rest of the year. Uh, we'll certainly look forward to these conversations on the flip side of the year. My family, it is 14 minutes after two. Uh, we are uh, literally uh, running, running. Uh, Pastor VTJ Masakona standing by that conversation coming up. Let's take a quick break. Coming back to this voice note um, that we are playing, that we're not going to respond to um, and then we'll take a quick break. Yeah. Share the love. Share the truth. Share the life on 657 AM on 657 AM. Radio Pulpit understands that praying alone isn't always easy. So join us to form a chain of prayer for you and with you. To do so, send in your prayer requests on 067-429-7564. That is 067-429-7564. Or alternatively, email us on prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. That is prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. Do you read the Word for Today daily devotionals? We wish to ensure that your copy reaches you on time. You can now receive the booklet directly at an address of your choice or via email if you prefer. It's easy. Visit radiopulpit.co.za, select your choice and update your details. Or SMS the word DEVOTIONAL to 37871. You will receive a reply SMS with the options. Alternatively, contact client services on 012-334-1257. Standard rate supply. Kutazega njalo ngulesbili uguyabule sanu eight ndambama Oshelo nileto olubizwa ngushala nati Lalela abafundisi abaning bashumayela izule nkosi Eligunika itemba entizweni yako Lalela ukule nkosi inigu radio pulpit 657am Discover an abundance of life 657am You and 657am and life A winning team on the road to eternity